I gotta ask. Okay. We have once again a legislation mandating something to happen, right? Where's the money coming from? It's not. It's, okay. There's no. Okay, we're talking. There was no allocation. Let's just play with some. Let's just play with some math, right? Ten thousand school districts, right? Forty hours a week, roughly a school school mm -hmm. week, right? Um, and then we're talking what? Thirty, forty, fifty dollars an hour for an officer. Let's just say fifty thousand annually. That's on the low end for that school, right? Yeah. Let's just say fifty thousand annually, times ten thousand. Right. Just making sure I got the S. That's five hundred million dollars. Just making sure I had all the zeros right. It's five hundred million dollars on one resource officer for every school in Texas. That's it. That's it. That is proven not to be as effective as behavioral threat assessment and management. Parkland had an officer on campus. Yeah, and he did not respond the way that he should. And Uvalde I, had a police force. Uvalde had a bunch of people there. Okay. Right? I mean, so here's the thing. We have, once again, our legislation in Parkland. Texas turns around and says, hey, this has got to happen, yep. right? Where, where's that money coming from? But where where, where no are these schools going to come up with $500 million? They're not. They're, they're not. Everyone talks about teachers not being paid enough. Now, there are some districts where teachers are being taken care of, and hey, hats off to those Barbers districts. Hill. They, Barbers Hill definitely is one of them. Barbers Hill, um, y'all doing something right over there. But there's, but that's the truth. But but there are some um, in the Metroplex area, in the Dallas Fort Worth yeah. Metroplex area, where they have just opened up their wallets and they have um, made sure that those teachers are yeah. take are taken care of and those administrators as well. But sometimes, where is the rest of that money going to come from? Because you, because you have those resources within the district that those teachers use to make sure that they're successful. And then you have some districts, there it, it really turns into the haves and have-nots because you have to look at Barbers Hill in order for Barbers Hill to pay that money. Look at their tax structure. All of those, all of those plants. So that money comes from... Yeah, but the same argument could be made about Texas City. Well... I mean, Texas City's allocation. tax structure is, is similar to... The Barbers Hill, but, but Texas City doesn't pay what Barbers Hill pays. Well, Barbers Hill, a couple Do things. Do I think we should? Do you I guys are getting, you're all getting lost in the weeds in two specific school districts. Let's talk about across the board, right? I mean, we have school districts that can't afford to add a couple cameras to, yeah. a, to mm -hmm. a campus or, or, or get an emergency management uh, messaging system that is the least expensive thing possible, yeah. and, and they have to wait. They, they have to put it in their budget because they don't have the funds available. You take, you know, there's a whole other element to this that we haven't even talked about yet is some of the things that we see in the private school space. Those 10,000 schools in Texas are just public schools. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The private school space, there are a lot of parents and schools that have done fundraising that have already have officers in place. Yeah. Yeah. And this year are going in for sure and having officers on their private campus, right? I mean, there's some schools in, in Houston that we know of that has five or six full-time police officers on campus mm -hmm every single day, right? Because they're paying for it. So now you add that to this problem, right? Yeah. And it's it's just gonna grow even more. I think that, you know, it, it can be done. You know, we did it in 2018. You know, that was one of the first things that we recommended, that I recommended when I went into Texas City is, hey, listen, um, we're gonna build a holistic plan. That plan's going to include training our staff, increasing our technology footprint as a force multiplier uh, to our human <sighs> element. We're going to put an officer on every campus. Um, I think we were way ahead of our time. 
you know, unfortunately, 2020, you know, we had a different administration come in, did not, um, I don't think, understand the value of what we had done, which we were, you know, recognized for, uh, and remove those officers. Uh, and now we've got to go back and put them right back in. It's like, okay, who was ahead of their time? Who, you know, and it's not a matter of right or wrong. It's just, you know, having the forethought to know what was coming. Um, now it's required, okay? So, and it was approved in 2018 by the board unanimously. And, you know, now our footprint at, at our particular school is not what it used to be. So, you know, <clears throat> the end of the day, do I find SROs to be uh, effective on campuses? Yes, absolutely. Without a doubt, yes, I do. It has to be the right person. But now we've created this vacuum where it's going to be required. But like Mike said, okay, it's required, but what if they don't do it? What's the consequence? Well, that's exactly what I was going to you say, know? is that yet yeah, we now have additional legislation that's saying that a school has to do anything. Well, no teeth. Okay, well, not only no teeth, there's no tracking of it. What are we going to do? Add another field to the 1,800 questions on an audit form? Yeah. Do you have an SRO? Yes <laughs> an or Excel no? Spreadsheet. Right on the Excel spreadsheet. Is that we what we're going to do? We have a process. We have an yes. we have an audit process. It works perfectly. It's Mail in 1, your 1,800 <laughs> yeah. questions sheet, yeah. and but, we'll we'll file that in the way. We'll so. have 20 more, 21 more, more innocent fields. souls taken, like in Uvalde. Yep. And the Senate will expose the fact that there was nobody's no compliance, no and nobody's compliance. done it. And no one, 14 months later, will have been held accountable. Yep. I'm and sorry. I'm just going to flat out say it. Someone should have lost their job about that. But well, every single one of them that was responsible is still in those positions. Well, the thing about it, we, we can talk about that as much as we want, but uh, Mike made a good point about disparity of resources. We're, the playing field is never going to be level because no. that's, that's just how life is. You know, you have to think about that, and, and, and you can go into all different facets of life. The playing field is not going to be leveled. Some people will be going the same speed, but they're dealing with different terrain. And we all have to realize that, and there are some things that we just have to gonna, we're just going to have to accept and adjust. Yeah. And so some of those districts, when, when, when we talk about some of those districts being able to uh, make decisions that we may not agree with, like we, we talk about school marshals, that we don't necessarily yeah. agree with that. But, but I have my own opinions about that. I, I, can't, I can't speak for you two guys, but... Um, well, what, are, what is your opinion on school marshals? Well... I mean, let me just roll that bus up and throw yeah. you right underneath it. Don't be scared. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. I just, <laughs> my opinion on school marshals is this. Um, let's just say... I'll use my second grade teacher's name, Miss Brax. Love Ms. Brax. She, she was one of those people that drove instruction with an iron fist. Ms. Frat, Ms. Ms. Brax loves us hard. But I know in my heart if someone in my class acted up and put everyone else in danger, Ms. Brax wouldn't have been strong enough to shoot them. You got to think about it. Let, you me know, ask you, let me ask you a direct question. You've been in education 25 years. Do you think that you could have shot one of these kids or, or a kid that, that brought that level of violence to your campus, you personally? Well, I'll say this. Um, I think the biggest thing about that is 
there may be a capability for someone to do that. Um, but at the end of the day, realistically, that's going to be that teacher's last day. And there's a, um, there's a cliche, it's actually in a song, um, where, where, where people talk about it's kind of a, kind of a precursor of not committing suicide. It's, it's a, a phrase, I'll kill you, but not myself. Now, um, I had a conversation with an officer, and many years ago, and I've never, I've never forgotten this, and I actually talked to him the other day. Um, he talked about every day he goes to work, before he leaves, he kisses his wife, and he says, I will see you tonight. And his, and his only focus was to get home safe to kiss his wife again. And being able to do that and not have to second guess whether or not he's going to come home to his wife by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. So this fifth grade science teacher who has this guy who has this, this, this ideology, this, this idolization of, of, um, of the um, past school shooters. He's looking, through his, he's, he's looking through his tablets. He's looking through his tablets, but he has a relate. This teacher can connect with him. Mm-hmm. And on this day, he comes to school with his plan that he's been planning out for years. This teacher has this relationship with him. And when it comes down to it, that teacher has to make a decision. That kid who she loves wholeheartedly to take him out. And the day that she does that, no matter how much training she has, no matter how many, how many psychological evals she's went through, how many hours of marksmanship she goes through, that's going to be her last effective day as an educator. I agree with you. And I am delighted to hear that you responded, it, responded to the question like that because so many people would go, yep, I have no problem shooting a kid. You're lying.